Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. In today's episode, we're talking about deadlift strength. Specifically, what are some things that you can do during your deadlift to increase technique and improve your form and obviously increase overall strength? So we're going to be talking about some cues that you can implement to improve your deadlift. So make sure you tune into this episode for all things deadlift related. Uh, in addition to that, I have a couple of other announcements here. So if you want to have a question that you, or if you have a question that you want to have answered here on the show, <clears throat> you can submit those questions on Instagram. Here's how this process works. Every single Sunday on Instagram, I do a and a So you'll go on my story. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. You'll go on my story. You'll see a question box there that says, ask me a question. Uh, you can submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like in that little post or in that little box. I will answer them on the story there shortly, and then I'll answer them in greater detail here on the show. So today's question about deadlifting comes from uh, the Instagram story. That's where they submitted that question, and you can do the same if you have a question that you would like to have uh, answered by me here on the show. Next thing, if you enjoy what I do here on the show, uh, you enjoy these podcast episodes, you enjoy all my content, and you would like to support it, and you're someone that would like to get a be uh, better metabolism, improve your metabolism for easier fat loss long-term, losing fat and sustaining it, the Eat More, Get Leaner ebook is a great fit for you. So this is a detailed ebook that is going to allow you to create more freedom with your food, have an easier time losing body fat. Um and also have an easier time keeping the body fat off. So that can be a great resource for you as you're looking to improve your overall fitness. And you can get that at the Pullman Fitness Store. So the site for that is pullmanfitness.com slash store. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash store. And if you're someone that, <clears throat> in addition to building a faster metabolism, you're interested in overall health and fitness, you're interested in what um, maybe hiring a coach would look like in your health and fitness, or you just want to learn more about what you can do to improve your health and fitness, uh, you're more than welcome to be a part of our private Facebook group that we have. So if you're someone that is interested in that, what I want you to do is shoot me a message on Instagram and just say, that's me. That way I know you're someone that is interested in the group and I will send you a link so you can request to join. Lastly, before we get going on deadlifts here, I just want to remind you guys that we have tons of free resources available to you outside of this podcast. We have free guides, free articles on almost anything health and fitness related. So you can get all of that absolutely free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. Today's question comes from Adventure Link, and the question is, tips on getting strong enough to deadlift a Cadillac. Uh, so we're going to talk about some deadlift uh, strength here and what you can do to improve your overall deadlift strength. Before we get into um, the techniques of the deadlift, some things that you can think about as you go through the motion in order to improve your strength, I want to touch on some things that you can do outside uh, of a deadlift that can improve your overall deadlift strength. Um, 
And one of those is going to be learning how to brace your core properly. Okay, so um, a simple exercise that a lot of people overlook because of its simplicity is a dead bug. I think this is a great exercise that can allow you allow you to teach your body how to stabilize and brace your core properly. Um, that would be a great movement to incorporate in your routine. Getting st- stronger lats is also going to greatly improve your deadlift as you have to engage and brace those lats to uh, properly stabilize everything <clears throat> and support that weight with your upper body. So increasing your deadlift, or sorry, your pull-up strength, um, doing some lat pull-downs, dumbbell pull-overs, stuff like that can help you uh, improve your brace for the deadlift. And another thing, obviously, is your grip strength. The The better your grip is, the easier time you're going to have with the deadlift. I know um, this is an issue with a lot of women that, uh, that, that come to me for help. They're asking questions. They say, hey, I can, my legs can handle a lot more than my grip can. What are some things that I can do to improve my, my grip strength? So um, one of those things is just going to be hanging dead weight off of a pull-up bar. So like you're just hanging there for as long as you possibly can. That's something that can help. Um, farmer's carries can help a lot with your grip strength. You can do plate carries. Uh, that will help a lot. So you're pinching the plates as you walk with them. Finger strength, that's something that can help a lot with your grip strength. But working on consistent grip strength activities and exercises can really help you improve uh, your overall deadlift. Because what a lot of people don't quite remember is the deadlift, though it seems like it's one movement, and it is one movement, there are a lot of different things that come into play that all fit into the deadlift puzzle that allow you to increase your overall deadlift strength. Um, if your overall strength is there, but your grip is weak, it's going to be a lot harder. Um, if you have, let's say, for example, great grip strength, but your lats aren't engaging well, you're going to have a hard time bracing and not feeling that um, in, in in your back. You're going to be feeling it in your back quite a bit, which obviously isn't, isn't too great when it comes to deadlift safety uh, and deadlift strength. So those are some things you can work on outside of your deadlift to improve uh, your, your overall deadlift strength. <clears throat> but now I want to talk about some some ways that you can implement the deadlift to make yourself stronger. So the first and obvious one is just doing lower rep ranges. So if you're someone that tends to deadlift for 10 reps, whatever, 12 reps, I highly encourage you to go like below five reps, six reps or below, we'll say. I think when you do two, three, four, five reps, you will find some tremendous strength gains in your deadlift. Another thing that I would recommend is frequency. So we, we tend to look at um, movements as a means to an end instead of just getting better at the movement itself. So what we tend to do is use a movement to burn calories or use a movement to sweat or use a movement to feel our muscles burn. Um, but what we don't do is treat the movement as a skill. In my opinion, <clears throat> we don't do that uh, enough. We don't do that enough. So you, we need to look at it as a skill. Like, okay, each time I go to the gym... I'm not doing the deadlift to, to feel my hamstrings work or my, my lats engage. I'm doing the deadlift to get better at the deadlift. Just like if you were a basketball player, you would go to the court to practice dribbling for the sake of improving your dribbling. And yes, that would improve your overall game with basketball. But in, your, in that session, all you're focused on is improving the skill uh, of dribbling. <clears throat> Same kind of concept applies. Now, if you have a, a, a skill in a sport and you do that frequently, you're going to get better at it. You know, so if I, if I want to be better at dribbling, if I do it for, you know, a little bit, three days a week, I'm going to get a lot better than if I just did it probably a lot one day a week. So that's what I would recommend is introducing some frequency with your deadlifts. Now, obviously, you're going to have to change the intensity 
the more frequently that you do it. So let's say you, you are deadlifting twice, maybe three times a week. You definitely shouldn't be going balls to the wall um, for, for every single uh, day on those deadlifts because you're just going to fry your central nervous system and you're not going to be recovering well. And all that depends on how many sets you're doing, how many reps you're doing, what your rest is and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> but in the topic of frequency, one thing that I suggest is just doing single reps frequently. So let's say you work out three times a week um, and you want to improve your deadlift. What I would st stop doing is treating your deadlift as a traditional movement where you would do like three sets of five or five sets of five. One thing that could help is having the, the deadlift bar set up um, and, you know, after, after each exercise that you do, you finish three sets of bench press, for example, you go over to your deadlift and you do one rep of your deadlift at a, a weight that's not your one rep max, but something that's challenging, you know, maybe 60 to 80% of that. And you just do one rep. And, you know, after the next exercise you finish, you come back to the deadlift bar and do another rep. Um, introducing your body to that movement is going to allow it to get a lot better over time because it's treating it like a skill. All you're doing is you're asking your body to become better at that skill that you're doing. So that's what I would recommend there. There are several different ways that you can go about this and you don't have to do all of them at once, nor would I recommend that, but try to find some way to implement something that I'm talking about here. Lastly, I want to talk about some cues that are going to help you improve your deadlift strength. And, and truthfully, sometimes with this stuff, it's, it's a challenge to describe um, over audio, but I'm, I'm going to do my best. Sometimes it's easier with video, but I think I'll be able to explain it well here. Um, over over the podcast. So envision yourself deadlifting if you've deadlifted before. What a lot of people tend to do is they treat the exercise as an uh, as a pickup exercise. And so what they're trying to do is they're picking the bar up off the ground. Now you're thinking, well, of course, that's the whole point of it. The bar comes off the ground. Why wouldn't they want to think about that? And it's not that I'm not, it's not that I'm saying the exercise doesn't consist of you picking the bar up off the ground. I'm more so talking about the intention behind what you're asking your body to do. So when people <clears throat> try to just pick the bar up off the ground, what they tend to do is they tend to not use any drive with their legs and they pretty much just use their lower back, their back and their, their upper body, their arms. And so what they do is they just try to bring their shoulders up to the ceiling, picking up, picking the bar up that way. Instead, what you should do is try to think about it mentally driving the floor, pressing the floor away from the bar with your legs. That's something that can help a ton. I remember the first time I heard this and I went back to my deadlift, I increased my strength drastically uh, just in that one session because I was commanding my body to do the same movement with different intentions. So instead of picking up the bar, I focused on pressing the floor away from the bar with my legs as I braced my lats, as I kept my arms locked, and that naturally caused the bar to come up. That, that got rid of any sort of pain in my back. <clears throat> I felt much more powerful because... I was using the muscles that could handle that load in my lower body versus only relying on my upper body to pick the bar up. Something that you can kind of imagine to get what I'm talking about here is, you know, imagine that you put a stake into the ground, right? You, you, you hammer it in there. It's, it's, it's the hard ground. So you hammer it in, hammer it in, hammer it in uh, to get it all the way down in there to hold a net or whatever it is down that you're trying to hold down. Um, to get it out, you're going to have to, you know, probably slip your finger under there and then drive it out of the ground somehow. If your legs are relaxed and you just pick up using your, your back, you're not going to have much force, right? But if you plant your feet firmly in the ground, brace your lats and 
press the, and, and use your legs to press into the ground as your arms are locked and tight holding that, that stake, you're going to have a lot more strength, right? Um, same with picking up a couch. If your legs are relaxed and you just bend over and then try to extend your upper body, you're going to be super weak and you'll probably hurt yourself. But if you get yourself into that position, brace properly, and then press your legs to the floor, you're going to be able to pick up that couch uh, a lot better. So don't think about your deadlift as, as something you're doing to pick up the bar off the ground. Think of it as you pressing the ground away from the bar. And then as you think about that, there are some other things that I want you to think about. Um, one is going to be embracing those lats like I talked about. If those shoulder blades, if those lats are relaxed, those shoulder blades are rounded forward or they're shrugged up, you're going to be a lot weaker and you're going to increase your, your risk for injury for sure. So make sure you engage those lats. And one one thing that you can try to think about to help you do that is, you know, as you're in that bent over position, imagine driving your shoulder blades, it would be back if you're bent over, uh, towards your hips, one thing that you can use to practice this feeling is just before your deadlift, you're standing up straight. You can put your hands, your arms and your hands right next to your side. Stick your thumbs out so your palms are facing forward. And then just think about driving your, you know, forcing your fingertips down towards the ground. You should feel your lats engage when you do that because you're bringing your shoulder blades down towards um, your, your hips or towards your pockets. You're doing the same exact thing when you're deadlifting, trying to bring those shoulder blades down towards your hips. That's going to help your lats engage. Another cue that you can use to do this well is imagine bending the bar. So you're going to imagine just bending that bar in half. That's going to help your lats engage. Also, remember to take the slack out of the bar. This is something that I see people do a lot of the time and they lose tons and tons of strength because they have slack in the bar. So what I mean by that is they don't have tension in the bar, their arms are loose, and then they just go zero to 100 and just start trying to do the deadlift. And you hear that clink of the bar, you see their body kind of jerk and then it's stopped by the weight because they're now struggling. You are going to exhaust yourself doing that, you're going to be way weaker. So if you get the slack out of the bar by slowly applying a little bit of force to those legs, you'll hear that click. And that's kind of like the bar touching the top of the weight. You'll hear that click. The slack is out. Your arms are locked out. Your arms are not bent, not loose. Everything is tight. Then you really start to force and drive. You don't want to go from a completely loose and slack position to completely driving. That's not going to be beneficial for you. And the last thing that I want to mention, or second to last thing, is just making sure that core is braced. So you can take a deep breath in, brace that core. And that's going to help you um, a ton. Lastly, the form is important as well. Um, this necessarily isn't so much about the form and technique, but more so about the cues. But real quick to touch on the form and technique, you know, a lot of people try to treat the deadlift like a squat. It's not a squat. It's a hip hinge movement. So your, your hips are hinging, um, going from this backwards position when you're bent over, grabbing the bar to a forward position. Your hips aren't, aren't trying to go up and down too much like a squat. So <clears throat> try to make sure your shins are as perpendicular to the ground as possible. That's one thing that can help. If your knees are past your ankles, you're going to make it very difficult because now the bar has to go around those knees for you to pick it, for you to get it all the way up. Um, and that's going to make it very difficult on your back and is likely going to strain it and mess up your form. So you want to create a path that the bar has to be completely straight. It doesn't have to go up and around your knees. It can just go straight up and down. So make sure your, your, your shins are as perpendicular to the ground as you can get them. Your hips are shifted back. Your back is straight, but not completely arched. A lot of people tend to arch their, their back, stick their butt out like some sort of Instagram model. That's not what we're doing here. It should be completely flat, completely straight, and uh, core is braced. So um, if you do those things, that should help a ton. Just try to not treat it like a squat because you're going to be weaker uh, if you do that. Guys, I hope 
some of these tips helped, you should go to the gym and use at least one of these cues. I bet you at least one of these cues, if you haven't implemented it yet, will help you uh, improve the way you feel um, when you deadlift and will probably improve your strength over time. So make sure you give those a try. If you enjoy this episode and you know someone that likes deadlifting, you know someone that could uh, benefit from this episode, send them here, share this episode with them. Uh, otherwise, spread the love, share this show with your friends and family and let them know this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.